Hi, it's me, Kerry Curl. If you're looking for better ways to attract more brides, get ghosted less, and make more money in your hair or makeup business, then go to kerrycurlcoaching.co.uk where you can either book a free discovery call or download one of my online digital courses. I look forward to helping you sell more of your services to brides with confidence and ease. Enjoy this episode. Do you ever feel like you've been hiding on social media because it's just become a sea of bridal hair and makeup artists and it's so damn hard to stand out, right? Or you simply just don't know what to post to drive you more bookings and inquiries? Then join my free three-day challenge starting on the 25th of January. I want to help you find your edge and share your passion and business within the wedding industry to get your hair and makeup business in front of more potential brides. Let's do this. Register now by clicking on the link in my bio at Kerry Carroll Coaching on Instagram or head to my website for more information, www.kerrycurlcoaching.co.uk. See you there. Hello and welcome to our amazing Justine Warwick today, uh, one of our amazing makeup artists. Uh, hello, Justine. Hi, Kerry. Lovely to be here. Thank you for asking me to do this with you. You're so very welcome. I was absolutely, couldn't wait to get you onto my podcast because you've just been on a really great journey with someone amazing. Um, so I just want to kind of let our audience know what you do. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, my name's Justine Warwick and I specialise in bridal makeup. I'm based in Essex and I really love to create beautiful natural makeup for brides and actually for women of all ages and to help them feel really confident and gorgeous. It's an amazing job to do, right? You know, it's a dream job. Yeah, a lot of aspiring makeup artists would love to hear this. So definitely, it's a privilege, I feel. Yeah, 100% working with a bride is a special occasion and it's a one-time event that you get to spend that time with them. So is, is that something that pulled you into this industry? Yeah, I think I've always really loved beauty and makeup and had a massive makeup collection of my own. And when I had the opportunity to think about retraining after having my children, I just uh, thought I love makeup. I loved watching Strictly Come Dancing. I think when, you know, I was training as a makeup artist, you think that's where you're going to end up. But actually, the journey has been very different. And I wouldn't want to do anything other than what I'm doing now, which is working with brides and with with lovely ladies and girls. Fabulous job, isn't it? So how did you end up working with the amazing Lisa Eldredge? It really came out of nowhere. And I did some training over Zoom with um, an amazing makeup artist called David Horn. And um, it was, I was originally supposed to go and do training in London with him as part of his House of Glam Dolls. But because of lockdown, we were offered one to one training on Zoom. So we really got to know each other. So that was really special rather than just do a one day course and then you go and that's it. Um, And then he was, involved in her project of launching a new foundation which I didn't know about but then he was also involved in setting up the retail space the pop-up shop in Covent Garden and so he reached out to the people that he'd done training for and asked if anyone was interested and I just jumped at the chance but I was very nervous because I don't have any retail experience I 
I really wasn't sure what was involved. So I spoke to him over the phone and he was just like, just go for it. You'll be absolutely fine. I'm happy to put you forward for it. And you can come along to this casting at Lisa Eldridge's studio in Camden, which I, I mean, can't believe. Talk about mean. right time, like right place, right time. You know, you happened, the pandemic happened to take over and you had no option but to do things on Zoom. Yeah. Now, ordinarily, that would have been a group environment, right? But he Definitely. didn't have that. I couldn't do it. So no. then he was forced into a one-on-one scenario. And then, of course, he, the kind invitation. Incredible. It so, was. What do you believe makes her her brand unique? Having met her, uh, which I can't believe still, I've always loved her products anyway. I've bought them way before this because they were only available online. But having met her as well and to find out the care and effort that she puts into every product that she produces, the design, the ingredients that are in it, what she's trying to achieve with it. So for example, her foundation, she owns the IP for that rather than just going to a factory, buying a foundation off the shelf and branding it under her brand. She completely owns the IP, which is quite unusual for a lot of of makeup artists. And I just love the ethos behind that. And so many of her customers that came into the shop, they watched her YouTube videos over years. They absolutely adore her. And she made it very clear to us from the word go that she wanted to give the customers a unique experience rather than it just being a pushy sales type of environment. That's really, really interesting because I've watched her for many years as well as a makeup artist. I have her books and she's incredibly inspiring. But what's beautiful to hear is that actually it's the power of being her, right? Her USP is her. I'm listening to you and you're saying, well, actually, it's just about her and her thoughts and what she does. is There's no magic wand with business, right? It's just being you. Um, And it it will trump any USP. I genuinely think she's so particular about every product that goes out of the door. And I know when she's created like smaller batches of things, she wanted to make sure it was exactly the same when it was replicated in larger batches, which I think is why up till now it's only been available on the website in smaller quantities because everything has to be just so. Um, But what was lovely to see was if she was in the shop when customers were in, she would spend so long with each customer, chatting to them, having photos taken with them. And so she's very much like how she comes across on her YouTube channel, which is something that really resonated with me because that's how I want to be with what I do. And it's so refreshing to hear. And I have to ask the question, how did it feel to finally meet your idol? I must admit, when we went to the studio and there was just a few of us that had been invited along to this um, casting and, and we were just chatting really informally and I did get a bit gushy and just I've been a fan of yours for so many years because I've got to the age now where I just like if you think something about someone positive of course then let them know tell them there's no point in thinking it and not saying it and I just thought this might be the only opportunity I get to meet her and I just want to tell her how inspiring she is and what an honor it was and yeah it it was amazing she's just so down to earth so it didn't disappoint me in any way so amazing so refreshing to hear actually so what would you say your biggest resources uh, that you took away from working with Lisa would be I think it really gave me confidence in a lot of the things that I do are right in the way that I deal with my customers. It's really important that every client has 
a special experience. It's about how they feel. It's not just the makeup. It's making sure they're happy with everything because that's what she wanted to offer her clients. And one thing that she'd said was whenever she has anyone sitting in her makeup chair, whether they're a celebrity or not, she will say, tell me what you like makeup wise. Tell me what you don't like. And that is what I always say to my brides at at trials as well, because it's just important to be able to know what you do like as what you don't like. If you don't like a red lip, then there's no way I'm going to make you wear a red lip because no matter how amazing it looks, if you don't feel comfortable with that, then then you're not going to feel confident and happy. It's like simplicity, right? Simple yeah. questions yeah. that qualifies uh, how a client wants to feel, you know, it's this or that. You know, and it's an yep. easy choice to make. So it's fantastic to hear, you know, as a previous makeup artist myself, that actually she's doing the same things as what we do behind yep. the scenes. It's really no different. So um, there's no ego involved. There's no, no. Um, well, my signature is a red lip, so I'm going to make sure every client has a red lip. It's She really, truly cares about how the model or the celebrity feels. Maybe not so much the models, because a lot of the time you're brought in to do a creative look. But I still think that she would have that way about her with everyone anyway to make sure that everyone's happy. The winning combination. Yeah. What would you say your biggest challenge right now is, Justine? And I've known you for some time now, but what would you say your biggest challenge is? Well, I think I had such a good year last year and I achieved many of my goals that I'd set and working as part of Lisa's team was just the icing on the cake. So at the moment, I feel like my biggest challenge at the moment is working out what I want to achieve from this year, because last year it made me realise how important having objectives and goals were. So I really want to think about the direction that I do, where I focus my attention this year. So I'm enjoying taking a little bit of time out at the moment just to rest and reflect on last year and what my goals are for this year. So that's, I think, a challenge for me right now, but it's enjoyable as well. I know what you mean by that. It's January now and we almost feel like the minute the clock turns midnight and it's 20, you know, 2022, that we should have our goals, dreams and ambitions right there on paper. But actually, what if you don't know what they are? And it can take, you know, maybe a couple of months to kick in about, you know, how you feel, what you want from that. Um, And so, you know, one thing we do in our business club is have those monthly meetings where we can just thrash out potential goals and ambitions. Um, But you say sometimes you just don't know what you want to do yet. And I think this week I've gone through and I've written out all of my outstanding jobs so that I can go through and say, like, do I still really need to do this? Is that important to me? Just because I decided last year I wanted to get that done. Is that still in alignment with what I want to achieve this year? So, um, yeah, that's an exercise and it's a process. But then at least I think I'll get the best out of this year by doing that. Sounds like a plan. So how do you keep learning? I think when it comes to makeup, you can never, ever learn everything, probably like everything, really. Um, And over lockdown, again, I realized how much I still need to be learning all the time, whether it's learning about business, like through your your club and your coaching, Kerry, or whether it's new makeup techniques or um, anything and everything. Crochet. I've picked up my crochet hook again, which makes me (laughs) wonderful. But it's constantly wanting to absorb as much as I can so um I don't kind of have to make myself do that it's just some it's just part of me and I always want to learn so I'm excited to learn new things I just need to apply them when I learn them (laughs) 
Yeah, it's like you're like a sponge to me, Justine. You'd like to absorb everything and then you yeah. pick out and cherry pick what you yeah. want to do. And I think a lot of people, I'm definitely guilty of that. You know, I consume a lot and then some things I throw out and some things I keep and I think that's natural. So what motivates you to get up in the morning? Well, I'm not going to lie. I find it very hard to get up in the morning. <laughs> Every morning I'm trying different things at the moment to motivate me to get up. Like, for example, the Miracle Morning, Morning Miracle, which I don't know if you've heard of, but that really helps. But No, I've not heard of that if you want to tell everyone what yeah, that is. Now they'll be wondering. Just in a nutshell, it's um, it's the savers in the morning, I think. So you have some silence, affirmations, visualisation, exercise, which I don't necessarily do, a bit of reading, scribing, journal, like journaling. So it doesn't have to be long at each of those. So I might get up, start the day, clearing my mind, doing a bit of meditation, doing a bit of journaling. And just I find that that is really lovely, quiet time to have first thing in the morning before anyone else is up, spend it with my dogs cup of tea and I love that and it does set me up for the day so I'm trying to do that yeah uh, but it's habits, it, you know, we know that it takes a long time to establish new habits. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I would love to adapt something like that. I definitely don't do anything like that. So I'm in awe of people that can do things like that. So it's yeah, making just, me get up in the morning and spending that half an hour to myself because I enjoy it so much. Yeah, yeah it yeah. makes me get up. And then I think I'm so very lucky to do what I do. And I have complete flip freedom and flexibility over what I do and how I plan my day so it's the things like that 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 motivate me to get up and move on because I can make the choice of of what my day looks like yeah I sometimes think to myself it's almost like you can get up and think what should I do today or what could I do today you know it's that two choice scenario it's interesting because I would always think what should I do today but I need to reframe it <laughs> to what could I do today yes Absolutely. Is need to write that on the wall that? somewhere. Yeah, quote. Yeah. Um, so what do you wish you had known when you were first starting out as a makeup artist? I know there's going to be some newbies listening to this and they'll be like, what do I need to know? Tell me the juicy stuff. So I think the first thing was doing my makeup training. Didn't realise that that was such a small, doing makeup is such a small part of the job that you do because then when you've trained, it's like, how do you promote yourself? How do you, do you network? Them? How do you get the clients? How, do I need a website? How do I set up a phone? You know, it's all of those business things, which now I feel like I can tweak a bit more, like I need a new website so I can do that. To begin with, it can be very overwhelming because you kind of feel like everything you do, you, oh, I need a, oh, I need a Facebook page for that. Or maybe I should do an Instagram page. What if someone contacts me in that way? How do I deal with an inquiry? What prices should I charge? So it's um, that I think I didn't really realise. Yeah, and it's quite a big thing because you pay out. Some people pay out thousands of pounds for makeup and hair training. But essentially when they come off of that, the offboarding is quite scary because you're like, well, if I don't get any clients, it's basically just a dust collector in the middle of your lounge, Definitely. you know? And um, I think also uh, there was nothing like the membership group that you offer at the moment, which is great for newbies and people that have been in the industry for a while because, you know, they could look at the, the videos that you've done whenever they they choose to. There was nothing like that, really. So neither, I'm I actually done. amazed that I did what I did. But also when I say makeup was such a small part of what I do, when you're with clients, I feel like makeup isn't 
everything about the relationship that you have with them. So for example, sometimes people will come to me for a makeup lesson, but it's actually so much more about the, the so much more than the makeup behind it. They could be lacking confidence, confidence, isn't it? And just yeah, you know, conversation and knowing what yeah. key questions to ask them is yeah. uh, it's a big learning curve. It's almost like there should be a written Bible. But you're right. That's why I uh, designed the business club, because it is for people that want to know how to run a business in the yeah. hair and makeup world and the wedding industry. Because there was I was looking for that myself and there was nothing at the time that really focused in on email copies, on how to do your website correctly. How, you know, and it was really a struggle for a lot of colleagues of mine. So I just want to ask you one last thing, Justin, because it's a great question. Would you do it all again? 110% in a heartbeat. I absolutely love it. I feel so honoured to do what I do. I love what I do. I love working with people. I realised a lot about myself that I probably didn't know before. And I enjoy, I do enjoy even the admin I love all of it and it's I've created it for me. I'm in charge of what I do. How amazing being, is that? Being your own boss. Yeah, it's it's just it's incredible. So I'm very, very lucky to do it indeed. If you want to make a suggestion for a future topic or you'd like to join me on an episode, you can email me at hello at kerrykellcoaching.co.uk. Please subscribe to this channel. Leave me a review if your platform allows it. And if you don't already, you can connect with me at at kerrykellcoaching on Instagram. I look forward to seeing you in future episodes.